I don't know if you feel the same way or not, but sometimes the heaviness of the world, right? Every all the chaos that's going on right now just seems to get to me harder than some days. And last week, especially, I don't know, like everything just kind of felt like I couldn't really handle it that well. Just just one thing after another, maybe the last couple of weeks, really. Uh, so if you're having days like that, Leah, our therapist friend, has got a tip that hopefully can change those days for the better. And that's happening today with uh, our Mental Health Monday on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah. What's up? Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy. This is uh, Monday, and we're happy to have you here. A daily podcast that we do with me and my mom. Uh, it's got three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. So in full transparency, this episode is being recorded out of order. Um, I, In case you don't know, I was in Chicago the last, the um, end part of last week, and then spent the weekend there. I didn't get back till God. I think my flight lands at ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, certified mama's boy fit into into getting four. You know, with having four days of either work or just hanging out with friends, um, it was going to be really hard to try to get that all done. I didn't really want to not do an episode here. And I didn't really want to do a, uh, a best of episode here. So I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do one, but it's going to be a little out of order today. So if you're coming expecting stories from Chicago, I will have those for you tomorrow. Um, but just know that I am uh, probably a little, a smidge on the tired side. <laughs> assume after spending, you know, four days with, uh, with radio mm. DJs. Oof. Um, yeah, if I had to assume, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm probably burnt out with radio right now. That's just, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not, who knows? Mm. Um, I did want to talk about a couple of things though today. Uh, number one is it's back to school time. I know for a lot of parents and I saw this as I was prepping for the radio show, just about like how much more stuff is costing this year, you know, oh, gosh. back to school mode. And by the way, welcome back. Cause y'all, y'all, y'all damn near killed me, uh, with downloads in July and, and most of August. So for those that are, that are back, <laughs> uh, thank you. My, how, uh-huh. Do you remember how much you would spend? Because I, I, when I saw this number, I was like blown away with how much parents say they spend per child. Yeah. What do you think it cost you per kid? Now, this, of course, was, you know, back in the, uh, I would have started school in what, the, what 1990-ish, uh, mm-hmm. late, late 80s. Late 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I graduated in 2002. So what do you mm-hmm. think on average you would spend on things for back to school? Including clothing and all that. Um, I'm trying to see if, th- if this goes into it or not. Yeah. Um. Eh, just give me a number. Well, I would think that school supplies would have probably been a couple hundred bucks for the year. Okay. So we'll just go um, with that alone. What do you think you spent yeah. on just school supplies? Yeah, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. So forty-five percent of parents say this year they're going to spend at least two hundred dollars per child. Mm-hmm. And then that's up 29%, by the way, from last year. I mean, I know this is not wow. going to shock you saying that, by the way, things are way more expensive for some reason they need to be right now. Supply chain, me, me, me. Um, yeah. <clears throat> there was uh, another 27% of y'all that said that you're going to spend $300 per kid. Ooh. The biggest year expenses this year, uh, 48% of parents expect to spend more on clothing this year. Yes, for sure. 
more on, on, on clothing than they would have. 48% of y'all saying more on clothing. 31% mm-hmm. of y'all are saying that you're going to spend, uh, excuse me, uh, more on basic school supplies. And then 21% mm-hmm. say they're going to spend more on technology. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And we didn't even have to worry about technology. No. No. You all just had to have a scientific calculator. Well, those even those <laughs> even seem so pricey back in the day, right? They was were. Like $100. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That was the most T-I-83. expensive thing and the only thing More. we really had to worry about. I know. 56% yeah. of parents, by the way, said they're going to head to an actual school, a store to buy school supplies. 44% say they're going to shop online. Mm. Um, as far as a plan to save money, 59% of parents say they're just going to start buying generic stuff. Which I'm. Oh hello. yes. You don't need the big pins this year. You can get the Walmart <laughs> ones. Right. Fifty six percent are going to comparison shop before they buy anything. Fifty six percent of people say they're going to reuse old school supplies. Mm. Um. Thirty one percent are going to ask the teachers what's essential for the first month oh. to buy instead of just buying a bunch of stuff at once. And then twenty eight percent say they're, they're going to have to cut back on regular household expenses. Yeah, and I, I wonder, does school still give list? Of the supplies your child needs for your grade? I don't know. But you know what I heard? And I don't know if this is true everywhere. But I heard that – I forget. It was somebody that called into the radio show that said mm-hmm. that their child was going to there find out who your teacher is. Um, ice cream social. I was <laughs> what? like, what? Back in the day, y'all, we just had to drive up to the school. <laughs> Like the world's getting so like kids have no idea how much better life is right now than we had. We had to trace our ass up to school. We just see the list, you know, uh-huh. find out who uh-huh. it's going to be. Right. Take your ass back home. Too bad if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. They now apparently hear, and I don't know if this. And I, I need I need feedback on all this stuff. I need to know number one how much you're spending on your kid. How much you think honestly yeah. back to school is going to cost you this year? Yes. Uh, number two though is how much. Uh, are, is this a thing? Is this like, is this meet your teacher? And I don't think it's even meet a teacher. I think it's just find out who your teacher, maybe, maybe the teacher's there. I don't know. Ice cream social. <laughs> <laughs> why? I actually think that sounds kind of fun. I mean, it does, but like, why didn't we get that? I just feel jealous. <laughs> I know. Since I feel this jealousy right now, honestly, <laughs> ice cream social. We just had to. To tough it out, man. Just walk up there and find out who it was and go home. Be upset about it, you know? Uh-huh. Um, it, to me, it was always the most stressful time of year finding out who your teacher was because oh, you always yeah. knew who the bad teacher was going to be. Right. You know, you, you heard the horror <laughs> stories, which is so funny because it's like all of y'all now, you know, it's like uh, all of my friends are like, or like, I got a few friends that are teachers or like even younger, you know, coming out like Maggie, like your Maggie was a teacher for a couple of years, right. you know? Yeah. But like, they seem like these old hags um, <laughs> that, you know, what do they know? They're so mean. Then of course, like you have a hot teacher. There was always like the one attractive teacher, uh-huh. you know, that everybody was, um, First year out of school. Yeah. Always like, yeah. like the super cute one. Oh, uh, yeah. But you, you just, you really hope, you really hope you didn't. And there's like the really cool teacher. You wanted to get the cool teacher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they, there's a couple of teachers though that I'm sure we all have memories of either really good or really bad teachers. Yeah. And I'm not going to really choose either side of those. I'm just going to choose the ones that stand out for one reason or another. Yeah. I had, I had this mom, what in the hell was happening with my fifth grade teacher? I think about her <laughs> three times a month. Still, what was her name? Oh the God! Chickens I was in the just classroom. To remember it. Oh my God! I don't, San, yeah. Was was it San, Was she Miss Santelli? Was that Santelli? No. 
I don't think so. I don't remember her name now. But oh my God, she was a free for all. Man, I don't, it's just funny now oh, because, because fifth geez. grade, how old are you in fifth grade? I don't know, what, 10, 11, 10. something like that. So like these memories yeah. are very faint. But this woman was wild. And we had, for some reason, you know, we had pet chickens in the classroom. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't even know why. I don't know what the purpose of it was, but these things shit everywhere. <laughs> they would shit and they'd be so loud. I know this is probably only a Georgia story. Nowhere else in the world is this story making sense right now. But for some reason in Georgia, y'all just let this happen. You know what I mean? Like you'll absolutely uh-huh. would just th- like, this is fine. This is no big deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, she was a riot though. She is, was fun. Is there a teacher you that stands her. out to you? And I'm not not like necessarily good mm-hmm. or bad. Like we can we can all talk about our best teacher, but there's a one that stood out to you as like it, it didn't even have to be your teacher, but mm-hmm. either that was like one teacher in your in your school that just like stood out to you that you can still remember to this day, mom. Was that teachers, honest oh. to God, shout out teachers. Oh yeah, no joke. Oh yeah, my favorite teacher was my third grade teacher, Miss Wynn. And why? Because she was so pretty. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I was one. like, oh, I want to be her when I grow up. I want to look like her. Yeah. I want to act like her. I'm going to be a teacher. The hot one and is I, distracting. You know, I would play school forever. I mean, forever. The hot one's always distracting. And I'd be Miss Wynn. <laughs> I remember we had one. And, and, and goodness, who knows? But I remember there was always a teacher like you had a crush on. You know, I, I don't remember <laughs> any of their names now. But the only one that yeah. I can remember is uh, Miss Clemens who was, what happened actually was, it was kind of a sad story. As a ninth grade, my, um, I don't know what he taught me. What did geography or something? Something to do with the world or history. Was it history? I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah, I think it was a nice guy though. Mr. Rao, he, he got shot. He got, he got mugged in Atlanta. Um, he he drove, he drove a, a Range Rover. I remember this. We thought he was so cool. You know, he's actually Mm -hmm. a really kind of nerdy guy, but he had a Range Rover. Like, Oh, a Range Rover, which like for a teacher, like really. Oh yeah. He had like, he had like family money. I remember that. Uh So the guy had family money. Right. And so he, he had a Range Rover. Like, Oh, Range Rover. Anyway, but he got, he actually got held up for it at gunpoint, got shot and died. Super, very tragic at that age, you know? Um, Yes. It didn't really make a lot of sense. And Mm -hmm. I, the only benefit, only thing that came from that that was positive is that we had this woman that came in for the second half of the year named Miss Clemens. Now, Miss Clemens <laughs> was fresh out of UGA. She had probably uh-huh. 20, like a few years older than I was. <laughs> and Miss Clemens loved wearing skirts. Oh, my God. I wonder what she's doing now. I don't know what she's doing, but man, she was, I, I remember being like stunningly beautiful. And, uh-huh. and so wildly distracting because the age difference was not that big, you know, like it was right. not, she was 21 and we were 16 or something. It was just like, <laughs> so we, I mean, we were so terrible. Not that we were just, it was like, it was like one of us teaching the class, you know, it was just, yeah, exactly. she tried her best, but like, we were like, we're your age, you know, like uh-huh. we're not, you're not really authority to us. <laughs> this poor woman. So I um, always felt bad for young teachers that taught high school. It's different if you teach yeah, man, elementary was, or middle school, but oh my God, when you teach high school. Young woman. Uh, <laughs> none, of, none of those were really my favorite teachers, but I just, there's some that stand out to me. Um, mm-hmm. Is that the only other teacher I can remember, this was another weird story, was something, same, same, a similar situation is that one of, uh, one of my teachers in senior year of school, 
um, was, he came in, he was like 26 or something. And mm. he took over because one of my older teachers had to go have surgery or something. I don't remember, but she was out for a couple of weeks or maybe the rest of the year. And so he came in and there was always like this weird, because you got to keep in mind, like we're 17, 18 at this point, you know, <laughs> and there's yeah. this weird chemistry between one of the girls and him. And we found <laughs> out like after we graduated, they actually started dating like publicly. And we were like, oh, God. that's weird. I don't like that situation at all. But like in hindsight, I get it. Like he's uh-huh. mid twenties. He's almost 20. Right. But like just the dynamic <laughs> made me feel uncomfortable. I, I'd like to know those two. Like we can talk about a lot of stuff today, man, when it comes back to school, but I, I do want to focus on it. What's who's a teacher that stands out. It doesn't have to be your favorite. It could be your favorite. If you want it to, it could be your least favorite. If you mm-hmm. wanted to, uh, but what's the teacher? When I say like, just who's a teacher? It doesn't have to be yours. Is there a teacher in your school that got arrested for something that just stands out? The only other teacher I can remember that stands out that wasn't even my teacher um, was Coach Goff. Um, Coach Goff was, he taught history, I think, but his first name was Jack. This is a true story. Oh, so oh no. Jack Goff, y'all, <laughs> Jack Goff was not a good name to have. <laughs> For a bunch of high schoolers. <laughs> Poor guy. Like, he, oh, no. I think he actually went by his initials, but we knew his name was Jack. It's like J.R. Golf or something. <laughs> but he was like, he was like one of the coaches for something. I don't remember. But Jack Golf. <laughs> like, dude, you chose the wrong career in high school. My God. He should have changed his name. Yeah, oh Jack my God. <laughs> what a terrible thing to do to your kid. It's awful. Too. It's awful. Anyway, oh I want to know. God. I want to know the teacher that stands out for whatever good, bad, crazy, whatever. Um, that's just a few <laughs> of mine that, that come to mind. Thank you to all of our teachers, by the way, that listen to this podcast. You guys have the hardest, one of the hardest jobs out there. And uh, it's just, it's, it, it, if you wonder if you matter, you do, because here we are talking about Jack Goff. Um, <laughs> 30 years later on my mom's podcast with me. So, uh, by the way, over the weekend was national radio day. It was on Saturday. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and Shout out. yeah. Uh, so also it was actually the anniversary of my very first morning show. Uh, I Aww. started in Panama city, Florida doing mornings by myself on August the 20th of 20, uh, no, 2007. Uh-uh. I think it was 2007. I started eight, wow. seven. I think it was 2007. Yeah. So, uh, this, see if I have it on my calendar. Uh, you should, <laughs> mom, but it's all these random things on our calendar. Yeah. It's, it would be, so that would be what? So that would be uh 17, 22. So 15 years of mornings, uh, was on wow. Saturday. So, uh, you know, radio is, I have such a, a love, like, hate disdain relationship with the radio you won't believe this is it in your calendar it is on my calendar there you go what Stevens was the year first morning show <laughs> 2007 august 20 yeah over the weekend with my first 15 years this is a 15 year anniversary of me doing wow, morning radio that is crazy uh, it, it's brought me some of the best and worst times of my life i'm so thankful and so <laughs> terrible ter- terribly miserable that radio came into my life um, <laughs> somewhere right in the middle of the it's probably a neutral feeling honestly at the end of the day love hate relationship i love i love I love this. I love that. I honestly, here's what I love. 
is that 15 years later, I, as much as I've had to move and change and everything else, I've been able, there's not a lot of people and I'm not going to brag on myself here at all. I'm not, but there's not a lot of people that could start their own podcast and it still be successful two years later. Mm. And I only reason I can do this because of you, because we somehow over the course of the last 15 years became connected because of a radio show that I was on, most likely. And some of you guys actually came over, even if you came over from Jeff Dollar's podcast or Miguel's podcast, like just know we, we've we all crossed paths. Like I was an intern for Jeff at one point. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Miguel is my, was my first radio, or my first radio co-host. Um, so f- for whatever reason, radio has brought you, most likely has brought you here, unless you're one of my mom's friends. But um <laughs> Most likely you're here because because of radio some way, somehow. So for that, I'm very thankful. Y'all know the reason I don't like radio. You know, the the unstableness. I think it's just kind of a shallow, um, mm. just a lot of shallow people in this business. I guarantee you at this point, after being mm-hmm. around them for a couple of days, I'm burnt out with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and But yeah, I, I thought, Mom, because people loved it last time when we played a game on the podcast. We play a game once again. Oh no! In honor of of National Radio Day. Oh um, boy! Wait, I don't know if I said thank you enough, but anyway, thank you. By the way, that was the point of my the the last conclusion before I get to the stupid little game is, um, thank you. You know, for anyone that's that's followed me through this journey, uh, it's it seemed when I say it's only been fifteen years, and that's only doing morning radio. I've been doing radio since two thousand and I'm sorry, nineteen ninety eight, but uh, morning radio since for the last fifteen years, and. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very thankful for you. You've played a part in this journey some way, somehow, even if it's just, you, you learn from me from the podcast. Like you got me through those couple of months where things were extremely chaotic with losing my job and all the pain that came with that and everything else. So just know that I'm very thankful for you. I want to actually take a moment of gratitude for you. No matter how you got here, it had something to do with radio. And because of that, I'm very thankful. So mm-hmm. thank you for being a part of it. It's brought me honestly a lot of great memories, some that I'll never forget. I've I've had some of the most fun of my life because of this job too. So as much as I poo-poo on it, I'm very thankful for it as well. Mm-hmm. But mom, since people did love the game, the last time we played a game oh, called boy. Are You Smarter Than My Mom? Um, <laughs> we're going to play uh, a different one. This okay. one uh, in honor of National Radio Day called Were They a Radio DJ? All of us have these really stupid radio names for some reason. Um, uh, and so some of them, uh, Kramer, in case you don't know the crowd, I'll tell you, well, I think that's a good time to tell the Kramer story. If you wonder how Stephen Yancey became Steve Kramer is I wanted to do back, back when I was starting radio, you couldn't just be Stephen Yancey for some reason, for whatever reason. And then I get it because radio ratings back in the day were all about writing down who you listened to. And so you always wanted to have a very catchy or memorable name because mm-hmm. Stephen Yancey, you may forget that, right? It's not like really super catchy. It doesn't really rhyme. And that's, that's honestly how it started. Um, mm. The more memorable, the more you would remember how to like, do you, you could remember it. And then back in the day, it was all about writing down these names in the little diary. And that's how radio ratings used to work. So, when I first started uh, radio, I was doing a nighttime show and it was called the nighttime kiss. And so my, and cause the, the station was kiss, um, 97.3 kiss FM in Savannah. Okay. Uh-huh. Savannah, Georgia. And the program director was like, okay, you're going, and I came up with all these names that I liked. And he was like, no, you're going to be Kramer 
because it rhymes with kiss. And I was like, no, it doesn't. He's like, that's fine. I'm like, okay. So I, I just wanted to be on the radio so bad that I was like, fine, I'll change this eventually. I'm Starts sure it's so K. stupid. Yeah. So it was the nighttime kiss with Kramer. And, uh, yeah, that's, and that's, and the rest is history. I tried to go by Steve, um, when I was in Phoenix because Kramer just didn't really feel authentic to me. Uh-huh. Uh, and then everyone in the business forgot who I was and it was really weird. So I'm like, you know what? I'm Kramer. Oh. It's just who I am. It's memorable. It's stupid. I hate it, but you'd already built a brand. By it, that you know, time. it's like if, yes. if Coke changed his name to like uh, brown water stuff, you'd be like, what? <laughs> Like, no, it uh-huh. used to be Coke. It used to be Coke. It just it was just too confusing. So for the industry reason, I thought it was important for me to go back and just be Kramer and people can remember it. And you know, I don't even get Seinfeld. It used to be always Seinfeld, Seinfeld. Anyway, I'm gonna go through some other radio names, Mom. And okay. I, I want you to tell me if you think these people actually were <laughs> or are radio DJs, or this name is just absolutely just too absurd. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh cousin Brucey. What what were they a radio DJ, Mom? Cousin Brucie. Oh, maybe on a country western station. <laughs> Cousin Brucie, <laughs> what was that a radio DJ, Mom? Yes. Oh wait, there's supposed to be a ding sound effect, but it, oh, there it goes. Yes, that was <laughs> absolutely was. I don't know where these people are from, yes. by the way. Um, this is a, a game that I just found, so go with me here. Uh, Cousin <laughs> Brucie, yes, was a radio DJ. Uh, Jocko Henderson, Jocko Henderson. Was that a radio DJ or is that a name we just randomly just made up over here? Jocko Henderson. No, he was not. He was a ball player. Jocko Henderson actually was a radio DJ. Oh. Just so you know. Oh. How about Spitz Jackson? Spitz Jackson. Is that a real radio person or is that just two random names we put together over here? Well, now we've had two that were. I'm thinking... We should say no to that one. Spitz Jackson odds are. was not a radio DJ. Yay. No. Okay. So if you think, uh, if you think Kramer was a, was a bad name, thank God it wasn't Spitz Jackson. And it could have been, I, I probably would have said yes at that point in my life too. Cause I just want to be Ooh. on the radio so bad. Wolfman Ooh. Jack was Wolfman Jack. Was that a radio DJ or is that just a made up name? No, it was Wolfman Jack actual and i know i know of wolfman jack but i don't know where he was yes, but i know it's a, i've heard of him yeah wolfman mm-hmm. jack uh what about kid leo kid leo is that a real radio person or is that uh just a made-up name no kid leo actually is a real a real radio dj mom yeah oh kid leo's one mm-hmm. how about big daddy tom D- donahue big Dad- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Oh my god! Oh, this goes back to Jack Goff. Um, Big Daddy <laughs> Tom Donahue, Mom, was that a real radio DJ, or is that just a name we just made up? No. Big Daddy Tom uh, Tom Donahue is a real radio DJ, by the Gosh, way. Gosh, of All what right, kind of station? Um, oh, okay, wow. well, I'll give you. I'm going to give you three more. Uh, Waxy okay. Bishop, Waxy Bishop. Is that a real radio DJ, or is that uh, just a name that we made up? Yes, I think it is. Waxy Bishop is not a real radio DJ. <laughs> I was just thinking. Well, we've had several now that were actually right. I should go with wrong, and mm-mm. Uh, against uh, my gut instinct. I'll just give you okay. one more here. Uh, Soundboy Trips. Hey, I'm Soundboy Trips over here. Hey, Soundboy Trips over here. Hey, way. Was that a real radio DJ or was that um, in honor of National Radio Day? No, I think that was. I think that's kind of fun. Soundboy Trips is not not a real radio oh. DJ. Oh. So, 
<laughs> in honor of, uh, you know what? Your name. Took me 15 years of morning radio to get here. We just played <laughs> played a dumb game on the podcast, and now we'll get into your uh, get into your um, quote for today, Mom. On a completely okay. different angle, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, it's from Nami. Life is like a pencil that will surely run out, but will leave the beautiful writing of life. You know, I think we need to think about that, that, you know, what we are doing in the life that we're living today will go down in history with our families and our friends. And, you know, what kind of, what kind of writing are you making? What kind Mm -hmm. of story is your life telling? Is it the one that you want to be remembered? If not, if you're still alive, it's not too late to change it. That goes to Cousin Brucey as well. It's still time to change your name. <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I yeah. think about that sometimes too. Like, what will I be next? Like, will it be radio? Mm. Or is like, will I be known for something that's going to happen? And like, like when people think about my life, mm-hmm. or is there going to be something like the second half of life that's going to be what I'm known as? You know, there's a lot of people that have come and gone through radio and like, Oh, yeah. Not really known for that, you know? Right. I mean, yes. if I say, let's just take, for example, Regis Philbin. Okay. Like, if I say oh. Regis Philbin, like, you don't think of that he was a radio person at first. Right. You know, Regis Philbin will always be known as Regis and Kathy, Kathy Lee, Lee. You know? Uh-huh. Like, that's more yeah. of his legacy. But I thought probably in his radio days, he probably thought mm-hmm, that was that probably going to be it. Another yeah. good example is um, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, true. Jimmy Kimmel was a uh, radio guy in Tucson, Arizona. Uh-huh. But I don't think if anyone talks about Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> they'll ever think about his radio days, you know? But I'm yep. sure like in the moment he was like, I'm a big time radio jock and mm-hmm. so I don't know. Like what do you like what do you ever think about like what you're what you're really going to be remembered as? Like what your legacy is really gonna be? Mm. Like how will people like remember you? Or will it just mm-hmm. be your characteristics, maybe nothing you even accomplished in life. Mm-hmm. Just the person that you are. Yeah. Just more of a always kind soul or whatever. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Looking back what, what people will, you know, will say, do or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to think about. Well, my guess would be, well, this might not be true if you're famous, my guess would be for the average person, they'll remember more about who you are or who you were than what you did. Yeah. You know, what kind of person you were versus what you were professionally. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what the story is going to look like when it's all said and done. Because I'm really, I mean, I can't believe, by the way, talking about doing radio for a million years at this point. I can't freaking believe that like I still got 30 years of work to go or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're only halfway there. I guess 25 ish years to go. Mm -hmm. Like what? Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to do this for 25 more years. If anything, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. But uh, anyway, just something to think about, you know, what do you really, what, what do you think you want to be known as? And like, why not put the energy there? Because that's all that's you're right. going to be one day is really just a memory. That's it. That's right. In people's minds, you're just going to be a memory. And and, yeah. and before you know it, 
Literally before yeah. you know it, you're just going to be a memory. And you know what? Here's the thing too. In a hundred years, no one's going to even probably remember you. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of weird to think about too? Yep. So like for the people that are around you right now, you might as well make it the best it can be because unless you're, you know, a president <laughs> or somebody really <laughs> awful, <laughs> even celebrities like, you know, a hundred years later, there's, I, I couldn't tell you anybody that's famous in like the twenties. I barely know Elvis like we talked about last week, you know? Right. And that was, he died not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's, it's a short, it's a very short, again, unless you're somebody of way momentum, mm-hmm. you might as well be kind to the people or, or whatever you want to be and to the people around you because it's not going to matter in a hundred years, honestly. Crazy to think about. There is still time for you to have the world's most comfortable sheets. By the way, it's time. It's time. If you have not bought these these cozy earth sheets yet, these comfortable cozy earth sheets, I don't know what you're waiting for. Maybe payday? This is the opportunity for you to like get your adult set of sheets. You know, maybe you're using the same sheets you had when like you (laughs) got married or something. It's time to upgrade. Cozy Earth sheets are made from bamboo. They're so freaking soft. I cannot wait to get back from Chicago because I just want to get back to my own sheets. My own space. And trust me, once you lay on these sheets, Oprah knows. If anybody Oprah knows, she made them her favorite things now for three years in a row. So it's like, man, these things are awesome. 40% off right now, too. That's why I say, like, now is the time for you to do this because you don't need to put this off in any longer while we have this discount. I don't know how much longer we'll have it. But I, I promise you, you're going to sleep so much better. And you don't have to believe me. They're gonna actually going to give you a 100 night sleep guarantee. So if you don't feel like these are the most comfortable sheets you've ever slept in, then you can send them back for a full refund. They'll actually pay for shipping both ways as well. So go look at the sticker price on there. Take 40% off knowing that you're for the next 10 years, that's the price you're going to pay to sleep on the world's softest sheets. I think you're going to realize it's worth it with that warranty. CozyEarth.com, CozyEarth.com. The promo code is Kramer40. Make sure you type in Kramer40 to get your discount at CozyEarth.com. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy that you can do actually within 48 hours from right this second. You could be talking with a, a qualified therapist in your area. Uh, you know, our friend Leah does a great job, but um, having having somebody that you can connect with online, I think, is so easy. So BetterHelp is cool because you take care of everything else in your life. But sometimes I feel like mental health gets left off, which is one of the reasons why we do Mental Health Monday on the show. But I just feel like it's one of those things that you can kind of like put on the back burner. I know I do sometimes. The things get really busy, but don't like don't do it. I I alone have benefited from BetterHelp for the last two years in such great ways, ways I didn't even realize I would by starting back into therapy again. And you may even find the same thing. Like you may may go for one reason and then totally unpack something you didn't even realize was bothering you. It's it's great like that. So yeah, if you want to do video, phone, even live chat session with your therapist, that's available. If you don't want to see anybody on the camera, you can just talk or type with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Also, you get matched within 48 hours. So 10% off your first month. I want you to try it out. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's better H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. Okay, we're going to hop right into our Mental Health Monday, and we'll come back with certified fans tomorrow. Just know we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for every single person that's ever donated a penny to the show. Or just donate your time. You're both amazing to me. Uh, you know, the, the money part's helpful. <laughs> um, we call this Mental Health Monday. This is my therapist friend, Leah. Uh, Leah's a therapist in San Diego. And we just bring you on on Monday because we just want to talk about 
mental health stuff that we may, you know, we're all maybe experiencing. Hopefully this is going to be relatable to you as well. Uh, Leah has an ebook available that we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. Leah, I just uh, feel like it's always week. something happening right now. It's just literally always something. Do you not feel the same way? You seem surprised when I brought this topic to your attention. I think I'm just used to getting all the alerts on my phone when some, you know what I mean? Like another shooting, like, yeah. like a fire, like I'm getting the alerts and you had sent this and there was no alert. Granted, it's, there's still like a fire in, you know, in central California. Like I'm not saying these I, things. I think, I think you're just so immune to it now is the problem. You mean like I'm like numb we're just, and we're just like desensitized to it. I know it's it's pretty awful. And the, I, I go in and out of it. Like, what? I'll go in and out of that. Like I, for some reason, yeah. this week alone, I'm not handling heavy news very well. I'm just not. It's just always something going on. So I wanted to talk to Leah today about when the world gets heavy around you. It doesn't have to be news, but it can just be. It can be literally anything. Maybe it's like a heavy news that you received about a family or a friend, or yeah. when things just just seem like. It's just too much. Yeah. What do we do? Like just hide under a rock. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's like my my next step. I swear. I'm moving to an island. Nothing's happening. No, I'm actually pretty informed that I think that was why I was like, what is going on? I, I actually recently had to, so this is my first piece of advice. I think it depends on how invested you are in the news. Cause I tend to watch it in the mornings and I recently have paused on that watching it every morning. I would, I would do it. I'd wake up I'd have my coffee. I'd watch the news before I'd work out. And I've toned that down. Cause I, I can't start my day that way. Yeah. And so it's, I think a balance of, I think a lot of people are struggling with this balance of being informed and also prioritizing their mental health and not going into the day with this, you know, cloud hanging over them, which I think the news does for a lot of people. I also have been less inclined to listen to the daily podcast, which really sucks because I'm, I just feel like that's where I, a lot of times I get a lot of stories. Uh, Certified mama's boy is a daily podcast. Hello. (laughs) It's a safe place, Leah. Okay. No, but I mean, no, no, no. The daily podcast. Oh, the daily podcast. The daily podcast. I thought you meant like daily podcast. I'm like, don't you dare talk trash on daily podcast. No, no, no. The daily podcast. I used yeah, to yeah, yeah. listen to like regularly on sure. the work, whatever. It was like, right. my, it was a good way to get a lot of facts and like, you know, pass. anyways, I've stopped. I've been, I, I've noticed I've listened to it less because I think it's just too much. And so I think it's a balance. I think you have, we have to be informed in a lot of ways because and I, we've, t- I think, I don't know if we've talked about this. I know you and your mom, like it's important to vote. It's important to be informed and to be involved in like policies and changes that can positively impact our company or, co- yeah. oh my gosh, our country and just the world around us. But I also think we can't be ruminating and spiraling and um, what's this, what is the thing that something called is like a scrolling, what is it called when you just scroll? There's like a term for it. Like doom scrolling. Doom scrolling. Yeah. yeah. So you're just yeah. Doom scrolling. And so I, I know a lot of people do that and I think it's a balance. And so part of it is asking yourself, how much time am I spending consuming media and then finding ways to minimize it? I think that's the first part. Okay. So what, what, a, what's, let's take it now. Let's say it's not a media thing a media thing what if it's a personal thing what if life just seems extremely overwhelming for whatever there's there's multiple things coming your way you're just feeling bogged down by it Mm. i think it's the mindfulness too is taking it one day at a time it's corny as it sounds but that's how i have to get through some days right like just let's take it one day at a time focus on 
what's in front of us, right? If you're like looking at a flight of stairs, you're not, you're taking it one step, you're sure. working your way up. I think it's easier that other, otherwise you're going to become overwhelmed. Like, how am I going to get to the top? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how am I going to get through this? Like, it, it's something that you need to be really intentional with is <clears throat> taking it one day at a time. What, Cause if it's your own personal life, say you have a bunch of upcoming changes or life transitions, or, you know, I have a lot of friends that are having kids now and it's just overwhelming, not just the kid part. It's like, not going to work anymore, right? Or being on maternity leave and finances and everything. And it can just like, it can snowball really quickly. So I think it's just, let's take it one day at a time is, is the only, and that's all we really have, right? Where we really only have today. So what can we do to be intentional and also find moments of joy every day, even when things are really hard? Yeah, I think the idea of checking out has become harder over time. Like the, the yeah. idea of truly check – like if I want to truly check out, I have to go somewhere that does not have cell phone service. Yeah. Because no matter what, it's like we're always checked in now. How how beautiful must it have been in like the 80s, 90s where like if you weren't at home, <laughs> like if you weren't by your television or if you weren't by the phone, like you were checked out. Yeah. If you went to the grocery store, you were ch- you had no idea I know. what was happening in the world. And you know what? It didn't matter. I it know. didn't matter. No matter if it's personal or if it's just like the news or whatever, the happiness in the world. You just didn't – it didn't matter. You went on with your day. But now yeah. we're just cur- like always inundated with over and over and over again. I, I don't I – and nothing in particular happened this week. You know, I, I think that's what's even. I know. I was like, what, what should I be? Yeah. Leah was like worried that she wasn't checked in enough. What did I miss? I know. And I mean, that's really sad because there's still like a lot of stuff currently going on, right? There's still a war and like, you know. That's what I'm right? saying. Like, like, what do you I mean? It's, it's, it's just it's, chaos. I think too, as a therapist and social worker, I've had to compartmentalize. Like, can you imagine if I just took work home every day? So I'm wondering too, if I have the skill that may also be not great sometimes. Cause I'm, I, I just kind of pushes work. it to the side. Yeah. I just kind of create this space in my head. That's like, I'm dealing with this later. And I don't, I don't know, maybe that's something I've just the work that I do that I've had to develop over time, but no, it, it can be really consuming. I was even thinking you mentioned something and it was last week I was in the car and you know, when they have those Amber, is it Amber alerts when the, when there's yeah. a kid thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It like came on my phone, but you could, I was, it was in traffic. It was like traffic hour. Is it called traffic hour? What is it? Rush called? hour. <laughs> traffic hour. What is that's what it is essentially is tra- <laughs> rush hour. But it was yeah. I was like, <laughs> Yes. God. Rush hour. I yes. I was on my way home from work. It was rush hour. And you could hear everyone's like um, you know, Bluetooth, like all everyone's amber alert. You could hear yeah. it. In my car it was everyone, and it was really kind of eerie that we all got this message, this amber alert at the same time as we're all trying to just you know, go about our daily lives. And now we're all aware that there's a kidnapping. Right. Like we're like before you would have maybe read in the paper three days later, you know, like it just right on the milk cartons and they do uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you would have seen it two months later. It's like, it's just, it's just so much now. You know, I just thought about though, with your comment of like what happened, I think that like, What's so funny is, is most of the stuff is bogging me. I mean, the work has been chaotic, right? Like life, life, I'm, I mean, I think maybe that's why I'm more sensitive to you right now. Cause life is just a little bit more chaotic than it was, you know, maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. But I, I realized though that everything that's bothering me right now really has, like, if I take my, my own personal life, there's a few things that happening, but nothing that should have me feeling this overwhelmed. Um, maybe so, put you over the edge was Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian breaking up. I think that's what it was. 
Like, do, do I need that in my space? Do I need, do I need that? I don't know. I just, hopefully you can reference this. If you're fe- ever feeling like overwhelmed and like whatever, if it's personal news, if it's it just, just the, the news, <laughs> just the, the world. I think too, if you've been through trauma or you're already on edge from whatever is going on in your life, like maybe yeah. you're in a state of transition or, um, there's a big event that you're preparing for, whatever it is that you're always, you're already in this hyperactive, like hyper, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Gosh, you got me in the like, oh, like overly yeah. sensitive. It's like I'm overly yeah, sensitive yeah. to stuff. Yeah. Like Hyper vigilant is what I was trying to say is a state. And so anything really can you set you off, right? When you're in that state, because you're just kind of waiting for yeah. the other shit to drop or you're waiting for shit to hit the fan. You're waiting for something to happen and you're anticipate that's it, that's that anticipatory anxiety. So you're already on edge and that can just sure, push that's you true. That's true. All of it compounded. I'm just like, ah. I know. Right. I think it really comes down to mindfulness. And another thing I think we've talked about, and I've I've mentioned this a lot, but I really feel like it's helped me is connecting with people, just like like tiny, like those small moments of connection. Like, and I mentioned this a lot, but it really it's like, you know, I'll be at a coffee shop and I'll make small talk with like a mom and the baby and the dog. And I'm like, oh my gosh, cute dog, cute baby. And like I'll make small talk for like a minute or two and just feeling connected to other people because I think in this world of chaos, it can feel really lonely, especially yeah. if you're not, if you're not open about your feelings and not really comfortable sharing like, you know, your thoughts on the world, it can be feel very isolating and lonely, even though we're all going through it. So sometimes those moments of connection where you're like, you know, I mean, like I'm a dog person, so I will go out of my way to tell you your dog is so handsome or beautiful. And I know it's really, but then like people love that, right? Because like yeah. they 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 also think their dog is so handsome or beautiful. So That's true. I feel like those moments of like kindness or moments of connection can be really empowering and help you feel like, okay, I'm part of something bigger. They're people, we all are we're all in this together, kind of that community, that common, that shared humanity that I think can be really grounding sometimes. Yeah. Leah, obviously, is a therapist. I am not. Uh, uh, but I turn to her for moments like this. Leah, uh, do you want to plug the ebook today? What are we, what are we plugging yeah, here? Oh, yeah. End? And I have a great deal going on for the ebook. How, how convenient. How convenient. Um, so I have an ebook out now. You can get it on my website at hertrueempowerment.com. It's $4.99. And you can get it for 50% off with the code EMPOWER for the month of August. How about so that? That's okay. basically $250. That is a, a hell of a deal for an ebook written by the world's best therapist. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> I should have you be my PR person. Yeah, I'm so telling you. I'll hype you up. Cool. It's really inexpensive. Or if you want to get it for a loved one, someone who could benefit, it's just giving you tips to feel more confident in yourself and self-assured um, so you can navigate dating or just relationships with, with confidence. Where do we get the book, Leah? Oh, I just said it. Her we'll say it again. Okay. Her true empowerment <laughs> Com. You can also find me on Instagram and it, I've linked it to my, um, my account at her true empowerment. And it's also available on Amazon Kindle. If you want to read it on your Kindle. Today's podcast is brought to you by AG one. I started taking AG one because I was having digestive issues and actually I was in your shoes. I heard another podcast talking about it, about how it helped with that digestive issues. And I was like, you know what? Let me try it. I'll give it a shot and see what I think. And I did. And I was actually wildly surprised with the outcomes because I just, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical until I try things myself. AG1 is awesome. You, you take a scoop of it in the morning. It's 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Uh, and if you're like, what does that mean? Basically, it just gets your life on track. 
It helps with every, like all the things, basically. It helps with your nervous system, your gut health, your immunity, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and aging. All the things, basically, is what AG1 does. And I have not had a digestive issue since I started taking AG1, truly. So if any of those things sound like things you could use help with, uh, hopefully you'll try it out for yourself. It's called AG1, and it's perfect for any of the reasons we just mentioned. I mean, honestly, it's so many things. Uh, but also that's it uh, to me, I can't, you know, I don't want to spend like a million dollars a day on supplements. This one, luckily under $3 a day. And like, it's an investment into your health. If your health is worth $3 a day to you, then this may way be worth it to you. It is for me, 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's called AG1. Thank you for your patience as we've been trying to kind of figure out the schedule this week. <laughs> Traveling's hard. Like I said, this show is – I love doing this show. I love doing Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, but it's if, – if anything gets – it's the same with the radio show. Like if we miss a day, it's like just – chaos anybody's gonna go anywhere or do anything it's just like ah so thanks for your patience tomorrow we'll be back and kind of in real time again so i would love some voicemails it'd be good to hear your voice on the podcast 855 uh no wait 888 <laughs> what show are we doing 888 kramer 8 888 kramer 8 have a great monday and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another certified mama's boy okay that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.